Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. I'm your co-host, Steven, and I'm joined by my other two co-hosts, Charlie. Hello. And this Isaiah. Is the part. Hey. <laughs> Sonic Generations, huh? No. <laughs> Jesus. More like, let's pretend that the two thousand the mid to early mid two thousands didn't exist. <laughs> early early mid two thousand like what 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 games are being skipped? I just want to have a full three D level, Isaiah. <laughs> there is too much two D here. There's, I, okay, I don't know how I tolerated it with colors, but for some reason the straw broke the camel back, and that's probably it's, because there was a specific mode where you're playing all it 2D. is it is worse that one game mode is all 2D and then one game mode is still half 2D. Well, and like the even worse than that is that the 2D level design is not like particularly impressive. Yeah. No. Like visually That's why Sonic Mania had to exist. Visually, the 3D level design in this game is great, but like when you've got like the visuals that make you want to see cool things but in 2D you just don't get to see them, it's like you're just playing old Sonic again. But with, like, the illusion that it's new Sonic. I think the, like, the level design for classic Sonic is actually, like, a little bit better because it uses the 3D by being like, hey, there's some shit behind you that you yeah. could access if you took a slightly different route. And it like, does, like, an angle switch. So it has, like, a bit of, like, it's 2D, but there's 3D components. Well, but that's less than yeah. half the time, and I still don't think that's even nearly as effective as, like, the DS games making use of the top and bottom screens. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm not, like, that uh, impressed by that. So this game is divided into two different bits of gameplay. The classic gameplay, which is uh, 2D, like, Je Genesis Sonic. Yeah. Uh, and then the modern gameplay, which is uh, Sonic Unleashed Onward gameplay. We should also make a clear distinction between Genesis Sonic and Classic Sonic, because they're two different characters. They are different. I, I think, like, like, if we want to think about, like, a timeline... Uh, if we wanted to try and make sense of Sonic's canon, uh, the character that we will here to refer to as Classic Sonic that you play as in this game uh, seems to be like seems to be the person immediately after Sonic Three and Knuckles, but before Sonic Four. Well, except that in Sonic Three and Knuckles, you canon go super, and Sonic seems to be like I don't know, he's like way too silly to ever go super as Classic Sonic, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you do go super in the final boss that I haven't played. But it still, like, yeah. doesn't... It doesn't make sense to me, personally. Because it doesn't seem like... I don't know. There's just something weird. Because the original Sonic, for the first three games, and CD, and all of the auxiliary media, <laughs> is, like, supposed to be, like, rambunctious, maybe, but not, like, silly and cute. Yeah. As, as we've discussed many times, the Sonic from the Game Gear games is cute, but that's an accident. <laughs> That's true. But, like, Sonic was always kind of meant to seem intense, and this Sonic, this generation's classic Sonic, is not intense, and he also doesn't even look the same as the sprite art from those games. Yeah. He he sort of doesn't have the same, like, edge. Yeah, he's not you know? pointy enough. And he and he's, like, fat. He's, like, pudgy in a weird way. They, they literally, they make jokes, because, like, a character who is used, who only ever met, quote-unquote, modern Sonic, sees classic Sonic and, and they're like oh Sonic have you gained weight and he like rubs his belly and frowns which is which is weird because he's still super fast and he's still kind of cool looking he's just not as cool as current Sonic or as old Sonic imagine imagine like how old Sonic what we know of his personality how he would react to being called fat 
is he would like smirk and make like a counter joke and then run so fast the person they were talking to like spins in place. Yeah. It's it's not he would not get sad and rub his tummy. Yeah. <laughs> also I, the I, other <laughs> The other thing that infuriates me is that Classic Sonic is treated as if he's mute. Which, you know, it's funny because they didn't do dialogue back then. But Classic Tales talks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really weird that like Classic Sonic doesn't talk, but Classic Tales just has the same voice actor as current Tales. There's no Classic Knuckles. Oh wait, is there Classic Knuckles? I didn't even meet Classic there's Knuckles. There's no Classic Knuckles. Oh, no there classic is Knuckles. no Classic Knuckles. Okay. I'm kind of sad about that. Yeah, there's no Classic Amy. There's no Classic Espio. There's you there's know. only one. There are only two Classic characters, and that's Sonic and Tails. And Classic Which Eggman. Which maybe makes sense if this is like the Sonic 2 era, but it's Classic very Robotnik. clearly like right after Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Can you guys not hear me? Uh, Isaiah's uh, not listening. <laughs> I was listening. That's, that's a little bit true. <laughs> There's Classic Robotnik. That's true, yeah. Uh, and he's also mute, right? No. no, he talks. He's So they got a different voice actor for Tails, but Eggman is still uh, Mike Pollock. Right. And it almost sounds different, but when I listen to it again, it's like it's kind of just the same again. It's just that like classic Eggman is supposedly more sane, I guess, based on dialogue interactions. Right. Interesting. See, see, I thought the Tails voice actor was the same. They he just like they just spoke in a slightly higher register. It might be, but I'm pretty sure it's a different voice actor. They certainly sound more different than the Eggmans because I couldn't even tell they were different yeah. characters. The Eggman voice act, like, voice, I don't think there's any difference in their voice at all. No. How odd. It's, a, it's, some of the, some of the decisions in this game are really weird. They just, they don't seem to capture the actual spirit of classic Sonic to me. Yeah. They just seem to, I, like. No, it's just more modern Sonic being shoved on a older thing. It's also, Do like, think... it seems like they wanted classic Sonic to be Mickey Mouse and not Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. He looks too, I mean, I mean, you know, he's round, but he looks too round. Because you look at, like, any Sonic art, whether it's, you know, Japanese or English, and he's still kind of tall, but he's short. Right. Yeah. But this one, he's just, like, short and pudgy, and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. He looks like a ball even when he's not rolled up, is what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not the way that the previous, yeah. But I think that we've dwelled on this enough. <laughs> I do want to ask, uh, do you guys think it would be better if Classic Sonic had a voice actor and that voice actor was Jaleel White? Yes. I mean, I'd appreciate it. I don't know if everyone would like it. <laughs> I, well, it, I mean, it's it's a Japanese-made game, and I don't really know how many Jap- if he's had a lot of true, Japanese yeah. voices when he was Yeah, that's the thing. Sonic X form. would be the only like cartoon representation that's well after the quote-unquote classic era. Yeah, that's true. But, like, also, they call him Robotnik, so it's not like the U.S. doesn't have an influence on Sonic. Don't they Don't they call classic and modern Eggman Eggman in this no, game? No, I mean, I mean in Sonic Adventures. Oh, yeah, I see. One and yeah, two, I they, they refer to him as Robotnik. So the uh, the classic gameplay is uh, pretty much the, the Genesis gameplay, but, like, you have, a, you have a dedicated spin dash button. Like, you can spin dash the normal way, but you could just hold the spin dash button and then release it and go way too fast. I can't tell if I like that or not. Yeah. Cause I like, think it's a definite quality of life improvement, but at the same time, I just like, I'd rather just do it the way I was supposed to. Well then do well, it, do it the way that you want to. That's why they allow you to. I do. But like now I've, I've gone too far. 
<laughs> you flew on to you flown. Too I close I, to the I know what the boost button is, and now I have to do it for <laughs> classic Sonic. Well, that's why it I, feels I feel exactly the same way. That's that's a good thing because they let you do it both ways because it feels natural both ways. I think because the the physics for classic Sonic is different from the Genesis games, uh, and there is like there's less of an emphasis on momentum than there was in the Genesis games. Like you get to quote unquote max speed faster but then the spin dash lets you exceed max speed which yeah, is more exactly like, the opposite as in the genesis games well it's more like the super peel out combined with the spin dash yeah uh and so i think the fact that it's like okay well you can just go really fast for a while but like you have no idea where you're going you can just make that an easy button as long as you're willing to risk it i think i think that makes a lot of sense uh i i think it is a big improvement over all right now stop make sure i'm standing still and, like, do this intricate, like, combination of button presses, you know? I also think that it's more encouraging to the player to actually go fast in this type of game to have it be one button. Because yeah. before, it was a tool to get around things. It was not meant to be used to, like, get you going fast. Because it was incredibly dangerous to do for an extended period of time. But in this game, it's a lot safer. Yeah. Like, there's still precision platforming, and there are spikes here and there, but they're not nearly as plentiful as in Sonic 2 or Sonic 3 or any of them, really. Oh, yeah. The... On the whole, like, the, every stage in this game is, like, as easy as the... Like, it it becomes almost as difficult as the second stage in Sonic 1. Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's a really gentle difficulty curve. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, like Which that, I think though. is fine. Yeah. Um, I wish prefer... it was a little harder to get an S rank, but... Yeah, I don't know. The S rank seems weird to me. I mean, so you know how it kind of works? Like, if you don't die, you get an S rank. Well, you get, but like... if you do die, you get an A rank. Your rank goes up by one for not dying. So even if you get a C in terms of time, if you didn't die at all, you get a B. But then, yeah. like, yeah. to get an S, no matter what, there, there's no way to get past an A without not dying. Which I, I think is a good system, but also, like, it's just it's just too easy to get to an A in the first place, I guess. Well, yeah, it's also needlessly complicated, I think. Because, like, by the last stage, the last stage I was in for seven and a half minutes, and I got oh, an A. Oh, God. And I was like, <laughs> I shouldn't, I should have, like, a D here. Well, it's like that, plus the the time itself is one thing, and then also the amount of rings that you have left over compound with that so like yeah it's easy enough to just get the a rank time without dying that's not a problem but then in addition to that if you're like super slow but you have 150 rings you can account for an, enti an entire rank by just having extra rings yeah it's so it's isaiah yes you just reminded me of something oh no planet wisp overstays its welcome it <laughs> it's a very long stage I, both versions are too long I, think I hate seeing all the mechanical crap, when, especially when the modern version has such a beautiful, like, plant <laughs> intro. Right. I think, I think the... Just, oh, God, it's all horrible. It's, I hate... Like, maybe it's because I'm used to playing a Sonic Colors level for a very short amount of time. Yeah. But, like, oh, my gosh. It's, well, it's really interesting because I think, like, Planet Wisp has enough content in it for four stages. Uh, and it crams it into two. But I think the, like they the just thing crammed is, like the entirety of the stages from Sonic Colors into one level. And I, I think the modern stage is fun because I think like the different sections all have sort of a unique thing to like about them. 
But the classic stage, the like spike power that you get for classic Sonic is just like not fun to control. Like it feels a little worse to control than in Sonic Colors, which is very weird. Right, especially I since like it's not great in Sonic the Colors either. Stage. I don't like the rest. That's fair. Uh, I like the very end of it, uh, where I, you're like I, racing uh, sort of against the stage to get the uh, rocket before it crushes you to death. I guess. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think uh, they're all interesting, but I do like. I think every stage does nice things with their extras. At the very least, after the quote-unquote classic stages. Something, something well, I like Crisis about Crisis City is really cool because like. You see the signpost, but then, like, the tornado carries oh, it away. Oh, yeah. It sort well, of plays with you. And then the game gets really unfun once you try <laughs> to get back to the signpost. City Escape is also fun with both of its versions because in the modern version, while I don't necessarily like the gameplay implementation of this, the sort of set piece of the gun truck with all of the rockets and stuff, and it gets crazier and crazier until you escape it at the last second, that's neat because it reminds you of the previous game. But it tries to give you that like one-up situation that yeah, you get. Yeah, ups the property damage. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like the classic version because it just implements the truck in a completely new way that's fun to interact with in 2D yeah. that I wasn't expecting at all. I thought it was just going to be a dumb like boss fight or something. Yeah, I think it's like the game is weirdly really good at being like, hey, so you remember this thing, right? Well, let's let's do let's go in a weird place with it. Yeah. Much more than I was expecting. I thought it was going to be, like, a dumb and boring thing, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a little more refreshing than I'd anticipated. Although I do think that, like, what is it, Sky Sanctuary was not impressive at all to me. I think Sky Sanctuary was, like, the worst pick from that entire game. Yeah. And it's not even, like, that memorable of a Sonic 3 level. Yeah. What what Sonic 3 level would you have preferred? The Mushroom Hill? Oh, yeah. I definitely don't like Sky Sanctuary. Because that's, like, barely a level in the game itself, right? Exactly. It's like more of a boss. It's like just a set of alleyways to get to annoying boss fights. And also, if you're not careful, you can fall through it and have to fight certain yeah. bosses again. <laughs> oh, well, God, I forgot about that. I would love Mushroom Hill Zone, but they put that in the 3DS version. So I guess yeah. I kind of win. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what's in the 3DS version. I think, Spoilers. you know what? I think I would say because Mushroom Hill Zone is in the 3DS version, uh, I would have one from Sonic from the first half of Sonic 3. Well, the other thing I was thinking of was it would be nice if you got the first level from Sonic, the second level from Sonic 2, and the third level from Sonic 3, so why not, you know, Marble Garden Zone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, think I, I, I mean, agree. They, they put a little bit of Marble Garden Zone in there, don't they? In, With, like, the spinning platform? Well, but that's not the, that is not the best part of Marble right, Garden Zone. Right, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe launch base zone. I feel like they literally could not put in anything from Sonic 3. <laughs> Like, well, they had to do Sonic Knuckles specifically. It's yeah. interesting, because, like, the the Sky Sanctuary Zone ends with you approaching the Death Egg, and then and then the stage ends, and you're like, all right, let's go on to the next video game. Yeah, it's weird. It's like you get this cool... Because that's from the climax of that game. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's super and it's, weird it's that it's really that early. It's really cool. Like, if, if you take that stage and say, all right, this exists in a game in which you go into the Death Egg immediately after, I'm like, hell yeah. Well, to be fair, the boss right after that is the death egg robot but it's not the same because you don't get the cool like atmospheric no, right. stage transition of getting into the death egg yeah everything's a literal white space you just you just go to a place yeah, that's... there's no it's it's like almost a reversion to original classic 
Sonic in a worst possible way. Yeah, it's like there's nothing interesting about the transition between worlds at all. Because it's just mm -hmm. walk through, like you said, a white blank slate. And you kind of like put more color into it by beating certain things as you go along. And that's kind of interesting. But it certainly doesn't make up for the fact that we've been used to these awesome hub worlds or really well-designed like nodes to travel across in a map. Like Sonic Colors yeah. doesn't have a hub world, but it's still beautiful to look at. And this game I, doesn't have either of those. <laughs> I So, you know, the hub world, if you can even call that, is kind of boring. Like, you just have the, the backgrounds for the stage entrances, and, like, you see some, like, aesthetics in white around the uh, stages themselves for the missions. Right. But I always like the little remixes they put in for the stages and bosses, except for, like, they straight up just used Speed Highway for Speed Highway. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> and true, they use, yeah. And they just use uh, Shadow and Silver's themes for, um, like, from their debut games. Yeah. Right. But I, I like the whole medley of just hearing everything. Yeah, because with those three exceptions, it's always like it's the same instruments are being used to play melodies from like all the, the stages you're about to go to. Yeah, so yeah, if, like a lot of violins and flutes. It flows from one another as you're walking through it, kind of like you're in a museum. Because that's the vibe they're going for is this museum yeah. feel. Yeah. But I just wish it was... Like, Sonic is all about being grandiose and, like, over-the-top and wacky, and kind of none of that is expressed in this version of the hub world. Yeah. It's not It's I, not terrible. It, it reminds me a lot of Sonic Advance 3's hub world. Sorry about the voice crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Like, there's a lot of stuff to do, but it doesn't really get you anything. Like, you can just move around this environment, but... To what end? It'd be nice if there was like a 3D environment for me to walk around in, but yeah. you can also you can switch between playing as classic and modern Sonic in this hub world, but always play as modern Sonic because you can just you just have more buttons to press. Yeah. Like you can do yeah. homing attacks and boosts, and you can't do those as classic Sonic. It just really highlights the fact that while simplicity can be a good thing, for the most part in video games, if you've been playing them for your entire life, you'll just want more buttons. It's, it's super weird because, like, in the hub world, I make the discovery that Classic Sonic is just Modern Sonic with fewer buttons, and that's it. Like, in the 2D sections. Right. And I think if, if Modern Sonic just didn't have any 2D sections and it was all 3D, even if, like, there was more lane 3D... No, uh, no, no, get it out of here. Get it, you. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. I was so mad when the truck running away thing was just a lane's segment for the entirety of it it made me so mad <laughs> so we basically kind of talked about both classic and modern when we were supposed to just talk about classic i do uh if if we're not going to talk more about modern i do want to complain about the fact that like <laughs> a lot of a lot of the lanes gameplay and this was a real big issue with the egg dragoon boss fight uh you just can't use the stick to move you have to hit the lane buttons yep and that's especially yeah. weird because the Egg Dragoon environment has curves in it. So, like, I want to hit the button to, like, make those curves, and it does nothing. <laughs> and so it was super, like, unintuitive to, to play. Because it's, like, it's not, like, three lanes, like, every single lanes thing in colors and uh, most oh, in generations. This well, is, this wait, is a you, stage wait. with, like, 12 lanes. Yeah. You forgot Unleashed also. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the lane uh, But like, well, this well, is so you you are you saying that you kind of wish? Wait, did so was unleashed? Did that use the control stick to do lanes? You could do both. You could do sidesteps or use the control stick for the lanes. Yeah, 
That's weird, because I, I know colors, like, I guess for, because of its simpler, like, control scheme, they had to relegate certain yeah. points for that kind of thing. But, like, I And guess... I didn't, like, have a huge problem with using the buttons, because, like... I'm fine with... Obviously, if I move the control stick, I'm going to move a little and not sidestep, so using a, a button for that would make sense. I'm fine with the button, but I... First of all, I hate the, like, the mode itself, the mode of gameplay in general, because it's boring to me, but also... If you use the control stick, it should still do something, even if it's not the best way. Yeah. Like, if your brain is used to the control stick, that's going to feel right. It's like, if you're used to regular fighting games and you go to Super Smash Bros., it's nice that they let you jump with the up, like, on the control stick, if that's yeah. what you're used to, even though it's not the optimal way to play. And, like, like with the Egg Dragoon fight in particular, like, that fight could have worked exactly the same with non-lane gameplay. Like, if you just are able to to bank curves and all of that, like, yeah. nothing about the boss fight would have changed. Uh, it might have been a little bit more fun, actually. Well, and it's also the same situation as with the, the spin dash. Like, they give you the opportunity to do it the new optimized way, but if you're used to the old way, it still works. Oh, yeah. And I, I appreciate that you can do it both ways. And there was, like, no, there's no problem with letting you use the control stick to move in the lane segments so why don't they it, it just seems like confusing yeah it's not a hassle though because it's also good for getting your brain used to doing it like the most effective way possible yeah which i think uh, frequently sonic games have this problem where they'll just let you walk off the side of a stage a lot <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a good thing that you don't get to use a control stick there because you would just get mad at it and keep running into things <laughs> without ever hitting the yeah. button it wants you to hit yeah uh, modern modern Sonic stages, especially in the second half, are really big on like, oh, you hit the A button like a little bit too late, so you're falling to your death. <laughs> Even some of the early ones, there are some of these like insane shortcuts that you can do. Like my favorite is yeah. in Chemical Plant Zone, you can like jump off of the first like road that you're supposed to run on, and it looks like the type of thing where in most games they would just lock you to it and you wouldn't even be able to jump. But in this case, you can, and you can land on stuff that looks like it's just in the background, but there are rings along it, and it takes you down this completely different, like, avenue. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a really strong opening for a stage that you can just, like, it's a good interpretation of those, like, twisting, weaving roads from the Sonic 2 and putting into something really unique, and you can take you to, yeah. like, a freaking zipline or whatever. Yeah, and it's like... some red rings. It's a neat implementation of 3D for a traditionally 2D environment. Yeah. Yeah, it would be so great if there was more of that. Yeah, it, it seems really limited to just that. <laughs> but instead, that stage. I just have to do more water levels in Chemical Plant. <laughs> it's it's kind of super annoying because they show you all the time that they have these great ideas, and the level design is not particularly rude in this game, but it's only slightly less safe than Colors, which Colors to me felt kind of just like hold the boost button, and like yeah, that was it. <laughs> well. I mean, you did, if you got boost, because you didn't really have boost that often, really. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. You're right. It's kind of more just, like, doing uh, homing attacks instead of boosting. Because this game is really just kind of the middleman between Colors and Unleashed, where it's a bit more intense like Unleashed. Yeah. But there's still some simplicity from Colors. Yeah, it feels I like... Think... It's almost like a walking simulator, but, like, it's like a <laughs> boosting simulator. I there, think... There's no more double jump. And you had the right homing attack button, so there's that. But you, for some reason, the, the light speed dash is relegated to only certain strings of rings. Which is And you dumb. have to press triangle. I feel like you just might as well not have the light the light dash. Because... I, I mean, that's I mean, we're in modern gameplay. We might as well not have a, the same button map. But we're just never allowed to remember adventure anyway. Yeah. 
Except for, obviously, with the stages from Adventure. <laughs> the gameplay here, and it becomes especially clear when you start playing City Escape because they try to give you some of those more open environments and it feels really weird. Yeah. Like, it's become so clear <laughs> that Sonic after 06 and Sonic before 06, even though they're both 3D, are very different beasts. <laughs> it. I just want to reiterate because of how true it is. It feels really weird to play City Escape and have an open environment and just be like... Well, okay, cool, but, like, that's not that's not the way the gameplay works. Yeah, it doesn't even feel good at that point. Yeah. It looks it's nice. It's very weird. But, like, there's it a lot of... very nice. <laughs> it, okay, we cannot undersell that it looks very nice. <laughs> but the, the thing that feels weird to me about it is that because of how open it was, there were so many times when I would miss, like, important shortcut opportunities that would normally be just, like, pressing A at the right time in a different 3D stage in this game. But in City yeah. Escape specifically, you have to, like, angle yourself so carefully that it's obscenely difficult compared to the rest of the game. Well, and it's weird because Sonic Adventure's stage, Speed Highway, is really linear. Yeah, it doesn't feel uh, like the... It doesn't feel like Speed Highway the way that City Escape kind of feels like City Escape from its uh, its home game. Yeah. I do think that, yeah. that Speed Highway, like, does cap... Like, I think the original Sonic Adventure Speed Highway is one of the more linear stages in Sonic Adventure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so really? I, I think it, it, it translates a little bit better. Well, um, the thing about Speed Highway in my memory, and I could be totally wrong, but to me it feels like a lot of going from open platform to open platform until you're doing the last stretch. Yeah. But those platforms themselves, like, while they have a lot of open space... There isn't a lot around the edges of them in the way that there is in City Escape. So you don't feel inclined to explore that space as much. So to me, it doesn't yeah. feel as, like, alien when in Generations they don't really give you reason to explore that open space. Something something that Generations does, which we've sort of, like, been talking around, uh, which, which I think is very cool, is it takes this, these environments and then it explores more of them than we got to explore originally. Um... Whether that's, like, narratively, like, in Chemical Plant Zone, the the modern stage, you, like, blow up the plant and then escape it as it's on fire, uh, which I think is cool narratively. Yeah, and that's like, great. In, in Speed Highway, like, in Classic Sonic, like, you end up exploring the insides of the skyscrapers and, like, going through a hotel and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's uh, nice to see that there were humans in that environment before it got completely <laughs> obliterated due to Big's incompetence. Man, rip. Big sucks. He does. <laughs> and then, uh, whatever the heck happens in Ocean Palace Zone. <laughs> I think Ocean Palace Zone is just Ocean Palace Zone, but with modern gameplay. It's Seaside Hill, but they, they I do appreciate them putting in Ocean Palace in the modern they just They just combine the two songs and the two environments. Which I think works. Especially since of that game, those are the two stages where there, like, isn't much of a difference aesthetically. Yeah. Right. I'm also kind of upset that they never even bothered to implement the last part of Speed Highway into the Speed Highway. Yeah. Like, you can kind of see it yeah. aesthetically after you do the going down segment, but, like, it's not there, and that was always my favorite part about Speed Highway. Yeah, you mean, like, so. the fountain and stuff, right? There's no bit where you, like, emerge on the ground, like, during the sunrise, and, like, it's a little bit more chill. Yeah. Well, you see, you do see the sun rising, but, like, it, they just don't, like, do it's, anything It's de-emphasized. It. Yeah, you don't go to, like, the fountain with the bell and the cars going down the street and all that, right? Right. I mean, there are cars going by, but, like, it's just, 
They have you the know bell. you're still on the original speed highway. Yeah. They have a reference to the bell. There's a bell that if you ring, a bunch of rings come out of it. But that's only uh, right in the... before the goal. Oh, I thought that was earlier in the classic version. No, it's it's like towards the end of the modern version. I'm pretty sure. I th well, I, there might be two, but I think there is one in the classic version that you can also ring. <laughs> I think it's I, a good bit. It's it's like a neat little idea, but I'm with Charlie where that that whole bit is like a fun little transition at the end of the stage that is kind of missing here. Yeah. It's like it's it's de-emphasized, like you said. I do I do agree with you that it is sort of like it. I I feel like it nails the first two thirds of Speed Highway, but then just doesn't doesn't try doesn't try to complete the narrative that was yeah. in the original stage. It doesn't bring it home. Yeah. I also wish that we did not have two city stages from Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah. I much would have like I would have preferred a better implemented version of all of the ideas from Ancient Ruins or whatever that stage is called, where you like run around on the snake and it's a dumpster. Oh but, yeah. Oh, Lost World. But it would have been nice if, like, the snake was implemented in a fun way instead of the way where you feel like you're always going to fall off of it no matter how hard you just stand in one spot. Yeah, I think the snake would have been great for, like, a classic stage. Uh, yeah. And then you could have some more of those, like, tunnels of fire in the modern stage. Yeah, for sure. Like, seeing those ideas done, like, in a nice, safe, like, fun way as opposed to the, like, harrowing, like, my give-me-a-migraine way that they were implemented <laughs> in the original adventure would have been neat. Kind of like the way they gave us, like, Sonic 06, but in a version that is, like, easier to stomach here. Here's what here's what my favorite thing about Sonic Generations uh, is, is it captures something that I don't know how it managed to capture this. There's an aspect of Sonic that is in every game, and it's extremely present in Generations, which is that you play the game, and then you're like, what if it was better? <laughs> Dude, I was just... Just yesterday, I was talking to a friend about how all Sonic fans have this, like, little thing in their head that, like, makes them like Sonic more because they want it to be better than it is. Like, I'm, I'm like, uh. enjoying thinking about a version of Sonic Generations that has the, the hidden, the ruin stage. Yeah. I'm like, man, that would be cool. I mean, that's not in the game, but it's because of the game that I'm having fun with this discussion. But so like that also, makes the game good, right? adventure gameplay, oops, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll never be there. It's gone and buried. We're never getting a Sonic Adventure 3. Well, we got Sonic Unleashed and Sonic 06. Yeah, we did get Sonic yeah. 06. And, and fans Unleashed, have created yeah. a new Chow Garden, so like... I, I will say, <laughs> even with the 2D sections, I think Crisis City is a huge improvement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, it can only be improvement after 06, but like... It felt like a better version of 06, even with the boost. Yeah, yeah, it's the perfect example of what Isaiah is talking about, where even the people who developed this game probably have that weird Sonic thing, where they like <laughs> Sonic, but they also want it to be better. This game is just the people who like made Sonic liking Sonic and wanting it to be better, so they just did that, because they're allowed to. <laughs> yeah. The weird like, thing what is, if... in that stage, they introduced the Stomp, but the Stomp was introduced in Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. And there was a bounce attack in 06, but that was introduced in Adventure 2, and nothing. I'm not allowed to have what I want in this game. <laughs> don't don't even get me started on the Chow and Space posters. Oh they, my god, they're pretty I, rough. <laughs> it's good stuff. Because they make two original ones for the first two, but the one for like Crisis City, they I'm pretty sure they just reuse the same asset from 06. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's no there's no real continuity. I think 06 is like the only game where they just take the the original models and don't make any significant change. Like they probably update the models, but they don't make any significant design changes. 
Because, yeah. like, if you look at, like, the gun sold, the gun robots in the City Escape stage, those are totally different from the original design. Well, and I think that's because by the time you get to 06, like, we're close enough to the modern day that those games didn't look bad. That wasn't their problem. It was that they played like shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like they took the thing they needed to fix and fixed it and then left everything well enough alone. Yeah. Because City Escape uh, doesn't look great in on the GameCube and on the Dreamcast. Oh, no. Like, it, it's... The design of it is neat, so they tried to maintain that, like, the downhill, like, running mm. through the town and all that. They, they try to maintain those things, and then they just made it prettier. They also have a very clear, like, immediately after the, the snowboard section, they have a very clear section of level design that is just that opening, like, alley yeah, from for sure. City Escape. And I'm like, what? this is rad. Like, this is exactly that, but, like, graphically way better. Yeah, and it's not ever exactly the same in a way that would kind of bore me. Yeah. It's just there's, there's yeah. one little transitional platform where you're like, oh, yeah, this is where I, like, grind up the thing, and you can grind up the thing, and then as soon as you get past that threshold, it's done. Yeah, like, it like it triggers your memory, but it's not the same thing. That was actually one of the things that I that I didn't love about Sonic Mania was it was like, hey, you remember this very specific section of the level? We're just going to recreate it completely. Exactly, one for one, yeah. Even if the reason I remembered it was not because it was good. <laughs> uh, I think that in summary for the modern gameplay, there are a couple of things I want to highlight. You do not get boosts from wisps like you did in Colors. You can just get them from rings and killing enemies. So boosting yeah. through this entire game is very, very easy. And in my opinion, gratifying. Just gratifying yeah, enough that it's... I'm okay with it. Yeah. And other than that, it plays just a lot like a rough blend of like day stages from Unleashed and Sonic Colors gameplay. Yeah. It feels very familiar. Like yeah. you played immediately after playing Unle Unleashed to Colors and you're like, oh, I already know how to play. Like, yep. we got There's, it. There is no transitional period. It's like Charlie said, the buttons are better, but that's about the size of it. Yeah. And honestly, that might be why I found the game easy was just because I like, <laughs> like I had the skills carried over from the previous games. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I felt like the 2D segments in this game were easy, but there is precision platforming. So I think it's yeah. just, like, slightly easier than the old Sonic games that we all had to, like, grind out. So this just feels okay. So maybe to, like, a newer player, this would be infuriating, too. Actually, here's yeah. here's how familiar this game was. For the first half of me <clears throat> playing this game for the modern stages, uh, I kept accidentally, like, doing a homing attack because I kept my brain kept thinking that I could do a double jump from Sonic Colors. <laughs> yeah, this, the double jump is wild. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we're ready to move on to the next segment. Yep. Uh, I guess. Uh, so I I do want to say before we move on, I I was thinking about it and I just realized. Uh, Probably the reason why there was no Sonic 3 stage in the game, uh, why they ended up with Sky Sanctuary, because the Sonic 3 music has a sort of like legal weirdness yeah. to it because of yeah. Michael Jackson's involvement. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like they probably have had to avoid a Sonic 3 stage because of the like potential legal issue involved in that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was implying, but I guess I think Angel Island Zone is like the only one they can use, I guess. 
Because they, they use Angel Island a lot in Sonic games. They they have Angel Island material. in Smash Bros. So well, there can, must be something about. Yeah, it. they also have an Angel Island in this game. Yeah, I was gonna say you can unlock That's Angel true. Island to play on every single stage. Yeah, I feel like they just can't play a sound that has anything that sounds like Michael Jackson speaking. <laughs> well, the other thing is that it's not like Michael Jackson was involved with Sonic Three, but that was at the time when Sonic Three and Knuckles was one game. Yeah, but but he wasn't involved with Sonic and Knuckles though. Well, but that but he was involved at the point when they were the same game, so it's not like I don't know. I, I don't know when the music was made, but I feel like when the music was made, they they weren't planning on the games being two separate things. So I don't think that that like. I don't know. It doesn't seem to me like him making the music for Sonic 3 is separate from, you know, whoever made the music for Sonic and Knuckles. I feel like it's all still inspired by his composition. I, th I, th I think that they might have, like, tried to redo the Knuckles portion of music that's once they realized they had more time with it. That's entirely possible. Yeah, I, I think they... Because I know they hired Jun Sonoe to, uh, like, sort of replace Michael Jackson. Right. Um... And so I'm sure there was a certain degree of like, like undoing his work and doing different work like on top of it. Well, but know? also there's still like clearly things that are inspired by him in the game's tracks in general. But that those, is true. I don't know those tracks. Like, are there any weird bit crunch voice clips in the Knuckles soundtrack, the Sonic and Knuckles soundtrack? Because I thought there were, but I might I don't have any specific like examples to recall, so I could um, be wrong. I do know the the come on. Uh, well, it sounds like Michael Jackson's voice, and it might actually be. Uh, it's from a like sample CD, uh, full of like sample voices. I feel like those are the most Michael Jacksony thing about the soundtrack, other than just the fact that most video game music of the era that Sonic Three comes from is based on pop music from like ten years before then. Yeah. So like, there's gonna be a general inspiration of Michael Jackson and pop in general in most video game music from this time. So I feel like the legal gray area, I don't know. I, I can't imagine it being so bad that they can't just pick a song that doesn't have like a clip in it and then just play that one and have that stage, you know? Like Marble yeah, Garden the, does not feel so Michael Jackson-y that I feel like they get sued, you know? There is, there is a component of like the Michael Jackson estate could just be like, well, Michael Jackson worked on this. So like you have to credit him. Yeah, but there's no evidence of that. I, I mean, I guess that we're aware of, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, a lot of this stuff is like, there, again, there's information that just we don't have access to. But to that end, I don't think that would, you know, like, I don't think Sonic and Knuckles is safe from that because at the time he was working on it, they were the same game. Yeah, I don't know. So if the issue is just that he touched it at any point, because like you said, the songs were probably adjusted after he left the project. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it, ju it just seems weird to me that that would be the problem. But I could entirely see that being the problem. Uh, I just I just wanted to express that because I, cause I thought of it and I figured it might be, like, valuable. Yeah, I think more so what they wanted was, like, a conclusion to the mini arc at the beginning of the game, which is playing through the classic Sonic games. That's true. So yeah. they wanted, like, a beginning stage, and it makes sense that that's Green Hill. And then they wanted, like... A stage that's traditionally considered stupid hard and like very technologic <laughs> and like industrial and that's chemical plant and then they wanted a stage that was like you do this then you do a boss so that was sanctuary this guy's sanctuary. yeah I, I think it makes a lot of sense uh and and i do really like visually like what they do with sky sanctuary but i i think if it feels weird 
to like <laughs> to to go towards the death egg and then just just move past it. Yeah, well, and of all the stages, visually speaking, I think it's the least interesting. It doesn't add very much to Sky Sanctuary other than it being 3D. And I feel yeah. like I felt the gravity of the situation. I think it adds a lot. Because you get to go inside and stuff. Like, Sky Sanctuary isn't really that much in Sonic & Knuckles, so they add so much to make an entire stage. I kind of wish they didn't do it, but I appreciate what they did anyway. <laughs> well, the thing that I like about Chemical Plant Zone is that you go in and around all these things, right? But yeah. the the other thing that's cool about Sky Sink or about um, Chemical Plant Zone is that you get to the explosion like Isaiah talked about. And the thing that I liked about Sky Sanctuary in Sonic 3 and Knuckles is that like it felt like you were really high up in the air. Mm -hmm. And they did mm -hmm. a lot of neat things with like the um, parallax scrolling and stuff like that to make the space that you're in feel massive. And I don't feel that sort of like that mass and that gravity in this version of the stage because of how the yeah. camera is positioned and how like yeah everything is actually 3D <laughs> yeah it's weird the like act the addition of real 3D sort of removed from the parallax like gravity situation yeah that's that's what i'm feeling and it is cool that you get to go inside the buildings but there's nothing in the buildings other than more like stone and moss so it doesn't seem any it's not like when you go into the building in um the city level from sonic adventure what is it uh, Radical Highway? No, that's the city level from Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> What's... The, uh, the Speed Highway. Speed Highway, yeah. Speed Highway, like you were saying, Isaiah, you go into a building and it's a hotel and it's neat that, like, these buildings serve a purpose and you get to experience that. Yeah. But in Sky Sanctuary, the buildings don't serve a purpose. Really. I think it would have been yeah, cool to see, true. like, murals on the walls. Yes, exactly. Like, that mural that has oh, uh, Supersonic fighting the giant robot. Yeah. That would have been tight, yeah. We just don't get what we want. <laughs> Let's talk about the missions. Yes, yep. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> we could talk about before the, I go on a tangent. We could talk about the minutia of this game's visual design forever. <laughs> yeah. So after you beat the first, so to be to like clarify, the game is like basically separated into three sections, like classic, Dreamcast, and modern eras, if you will. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. After you beat all two, both acts, classic and modern, for the first. For those three stages you're required to do a mission for each stage in either classic or modern you can choose yeah there's like what and they get a 12 for each mm, i honestly don't know i think there's like 12 modern missions and 12 classic missions for each stage so there's like i think it might be a little bit less than that it might be like six i know i i think it's i think there's 15 total quote unquote like acts so i think between classic and modern uh, there's like six and seven. Wait, that's what? That, I don't think that's true, because <laughs> the they have the same doors. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. That's why I thought there were six, because I know there's three on the first level of Green Hill, because you, you have to go above the hub world. It's kind of neat, but I think you'll get to that in yeah. a second. But there were three simplistic on the first level, and then there's like three more on the level above that, right? So there's six. Yeah. So yeah. and then I think that they're the same doors for classic or for modern or whichever you know. Yeah. Whichever. So it's it's twelve for one stage. Yeah. But like it's six total doors. Yeah, you're right. I did weird math. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and I mean the missions could be anything. Like it might be something involving a character, because like every time you beat a level with in both acts, you you rescue a character, and they if you're classic Sonic, they'll probably make a joke about his weight. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like they they might you they'll either be helping you with the mission or like you might be racing them or something like that. Yeah, with Knuckles it's a rival thing. 
there's like uh, time attacks, I guess. There's some missions for that. There's uh, doppelganger races. Yeah, there's get as many rings and beat as many enemies from, you know, all of the Sonic games ever. Yeah. Sometimes you're exploiting a gimmick, like uh, maybe those cannons from Sonic uh, Unleashed. Yeah, or the swinging platforms from, again, like most Sonic games. <laughs> uh, some of them give you like a special skill that you can use, you can equip in the skill shop after you do it. Like... They're specifically, for Classic Sonic, you can get three different barriers from, like, Sonic 3 that you can equip to, like, use it anytime or at least once. Yeah, and they're super useful for getting S-Ranks on stages that you're bad at. Yeah, so if you want a free double jump, you know, you got the electric shield. That is very nice. Um, yeah. But you're only, it's weird, you're only required to do one per stage. So the, t the grand total of missions yeah. that you have to do in the entire game to beat it is nine. <laughs> And you know what? I'm okay with that because they're not really that interesting and they seem to make me angry each time I do it. I remember a lot of them I would do too much of. Yeah. They're, they're semi-fun side content, but I feel like none of them should be required. Yeah, that's what I like, was thinking. Like, I've beaten them all on my PS3 version, but I don't ever want to beat them again. They're like, just chores. It, I So for the first half of the game, I didn't realize that you didn't have to beat uh, like both acts in order to move on to the next zone. Uh, so a after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to do all of the zones in one game mode and all the zones in another game mode. And it really improved the flow of the game for me because I wasn't switching between game modes every single stage. Yeah. But the missions completely break up the pacing there because now that I've done that, I have to like go backwards and do like an obscure specific task uh, for all three stages. And it's weird no matter which one you pick because either way it doesn't feel like the same gameplay exactly because of how specific the tasks are. Yeah. And then I go forward again and fight a boss. And the boss doesn't feel right either because they have completely different gameplay from either of the gameplay modes that you're used to. Yeah. Like the first fight yeah. you do as Classic Sonic, the first boss fight, and I just wished the entire time that I had a homing attack and the boss just felt inconvenient because there wasn't a homing attack. Yeah. So you're talking about the Death Egg robot, right? Exactly. Not Metal Sonic. Yeah. The Death. Yeah. Not the not the mini boss. The the Death Egg robot. Yeah. Because like I never faced the Death Egg robot in Sonic Two, <laughs> but like I, I understand like trying to get to those stupid switches at the second part is yeah. like it's just annoying. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not even that challenging. Like once you learn the positioning, it's just like it's one of these Sonic things where memorization beats skill, basically. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But yeah, the missions seem like auxiliary content that would be fine if you weren't required to do them. But because you're required to do some, it's it's just kind of confusing why they required you to do any. Because they clearly understood yep. that you wouldn't want to do all of them, so they only made you do one. But at that point, if they get it, why even require it? I will say I like the uh, I like the rooftop one, the rooftop run one where you're just playing volleyball the vector. I hate it's that. It's a little tedious, but it's in a 3D environment and. They changed the background enough that it looks really cool and different. Then I'm like, okay, why not? Did you say that you hate that, Isaiah? I hate it. You're <laughs> no, just, I hate it too. You're playing like, I volleyball with Vector. It the first time I played it's it. music themed, but the music, like, it's not like it's just a boring beat. It's just the it's the bit in Wind Waker where you gotta shoot Shadow Ganon's attacks back at him, but instead of like proper timing and precision, it's all right. Well, now I gotta like homing attack and it's going in a different direction. Yeah, and it lasts way too long. That's also an Ocarina of Time, right? And like, I didn't get an S rank because it's up to Vector to mess up and not up to me to do well. So he just, 
he just took two full minutes to mess up. So I think what you have to do is like get close and aggressive, and that's how he messes up. Yeah. But like, I'm not entirely sure. It's like real volleyball, I'd imagine. Every I'm just saying I like it because it doesn't force me into 2D like almost every single other one does. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the knuckles digging for rings one is also like that in Sky Sanctuary. You mentioned that the stage looks a little different for the vector volleyball, and there are several missions where the stage is slightly different. Like, one of the Green Hill ones, you play, like, a Twilight version of the stage, which is not in any other yeah. Sonic game, and I love that. And there's, I think, the Rouge one for Seaside Hills at night. Yeah. And then there's a more sunset or sunrise-like one for Speed Highway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots of neat little ones, but it, I wish that was the case for, like, all the missions, so that you could just, like, enjoy that environment while you're doing missions, and then play the regular environment while you're doing the, like, actual stages. But the problem is that most of the missions just also take place in the regular environment. Yeah. It's it's a, it's like a weirdly implemented part, but I do enjoy that you get fun little unlockables for each and every mission. So there's like a reason to do all of them. And it's not... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not just like this task that you're expected to do because the game lets you do it the way that some games handle their secondary content. Yeah. Yeah, every time you beat a level, you get a gold bell above the door and you hit it to make a musical note appear. And you, if it's a small blue one it'll give you artwork, and if it's a large gold one, it'll give you uh, a music track. And you also unlock these by getting one of the five red rings in each level. Which, yep, yeah, those are back, but <laughs> they don't make me as upset, I guess. I don't know. They're... I feel like they're better placed in this than they were in colors, but I don't have, like, a way to justify that. I just felt more engaged while I was getting them, and I didn't feel like I missed them by chance, it felt like I missed them because I specifically didn't do the thing I was supposed to do, you know? Yeah, it feels less like you have to explore to get them and more that you have to get to the optimal paths to get them. Right. And so whenever I missed them, I was like, oh, I missed an optimal path. Right. And, and it's good because that encourages you to play the stage as well, even though there's no reason to because you can get an S rank by, like, sleeping half the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that's why I wish, like... I'm, I'm sleeping and I get an S rank and I'm like, well, no, make me play as optimally as possible for an S rank. Right. Make but me at, get all five, like, red rings. At the same time, it is nice to have a Sonic game that doesn't, like, want to rip my leg off and beat me over the head with it just to unlock the most basic of extras. <laughs> That's true. Like, it's just kind of nice that this game is like, you get it, just go and get it. It's yours. Take it. Yeah. Enjoy. You, you've got You've got an artwork. It's like you've, you've been. They can be a little tedious to chase down sometimes. That's true, but I just mean that like S ranks and the red rings in this game don't feel like it's not as insane as Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, where it's like get an A rank in every single stage <laughs> to yeah. unlock you know the fun thing you came to look for. This one is every like, single stage and the Chow Garden like yeah. achievements. Oh, it's like God. you've been with Sonic for 20 years. This one's a gimme. <laughs> <laughs> you made it this long, partner. Yeah, yeah. It's like just. Just kind of relax and enjoy this one. <laughs> Honestly, on the subject of unlockables, and I mean, we probably had this on later, but there really isn't that much to unlock. There's like a secret room in the basement that I think you have to do like a, a code for or look up. Oh, really? But like the only way you could actually unlock that stuff is like through actual code that you were supposed to get through this like Sonic Generations modern classic statue you would get at Toys R Us. What oh, the heck? Man. But of course, people just leaked the code anyway oh, because of I, it wasn't that. Yeah interesting it would be thing. rude not to to be honest but it shows you like 3d models of the characters in the game even some that aren't like omega and big yeah like some of the ones that are cutscene only or whatever 
well, no, they're not, Omega and Big like aren't in the game at all. Besides, with those statues, I thought Omega was in the birthday party cutscene. Nope. Oh, did I just retroactively? They, they don't. There's like some characters they don't care about, <laughs> and like Silver and Shadow aren't at the birthday because you have you're not supposed to know that they're mid bosses. Yeah. Right. But then they show up at the end, like you got this, Sonic. Well, and also if Shadow the Hedgehog <laughs> was at Sonic's birthday party, that would kind of fuck some things up for me. <laughs> His, so well, you you talk dude, to him. Yo, but no, come on, no, come on. It's it's like it's got to be like Dragon Ball Z, where it's just he's just standing by himself. Oh my god, looking all angsty. If Vegeta was at Goku's <laughs> birthday party, I would also be pissed off. <laughs> no, wasn't that that happened like at the end of Dragon Ball Z, right? I don't know, but if it did, it would piss me off. So there's a bit when you talk to Shadow to fight him, he's like, I don't know where we are or what's happening. All I know is I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> It's great. I'm like, I okay, love the shadow fight, by the way. That's your whole character now. Cool. It's just, it's so, it would be so out of, like, who would invite Shadow to the birthday party? <laughs> Tails? I would, I would invite Rouge. him fully expecting would, him to say no, no, Rouge is like Bulma. She'll just force him to come. Oh, you mean Shadow is Rouge's plus one, is what you're saying. Yeah. So they're married, is what, is what you're getting Rouge at. Rouge is like, come well, on, Shadow. Maybe not in this context, but you know time. Rouge would invite him even if he didn't want to go. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like, know. Like, in a purely platonic sort of way. I'm already There's... fucked up over the fact that Sonic is a homeless man that gets a birthday party, and that's just like... <laughs> I mean, it's already in the middle of this weird green field. Yeah, okay? that's the confusing like, part. It's like green this... field zone. <laughs> it's that that that's like like once colors came out, that's all Sonic's world is is just some random green field. Sonic has his own continent that is nothing but like flat grass, <laughs> green field with like some trees because you'll see that in Lost World too. Oh man, <laughs> just like like he, Sonic's world is so interesting that they have to just bring him somewhere else. <laughs> Into something ironically more boring, which is just a white void. Right, just like a like an existential like <laughs> hole. <laughs> it's a bad hole zone, dude. You also just get supersonic right off the bat once you beat the game. Yeah, it's not like you have to really work for it, like in colors. It, that's the kind of whole bit of this game is that you don't have to like work for anything. But it's not in a <laughs> way. It, it's like not in a way that annoyed me. Kind of like in color. Like I describe colors as feeling safe, right? But this game. Yeah is like intense enough to look at and like actually an engaging enough like peek at Sonic's history that I don't feel like I don't know I don't it doesn't feel safe I guess every stage like every act has at least one set piece in it but I feel like every set piece like almost every set piece is a winner yeah like I'm glad it's there the only one that's not true for is Crisis City Act 1 because the tornado at the end sucks <laughs> yeah I don't even, I honestly don't even remember what you guys are talking about exactly. I do remember, like, a weird thing with the plane and with, like, the signpost being a little wonky, but I don't remember being mad about it. It's the, I mean, I wasn't too annoyed by it, but it does the thing, it does the thing where there's wind physics that just, like, makes it a little more frustrating to platform. Oh, God, there is wind physics. That's actually what makes Which it Which I feel like I'm the one Damn. of the three of us who is the most prone to be angry about something in a Sonic level design. <laughs> well, Steven, to be fair, you didn't make it past Seaside Hill Zone. Uh, hey, look. I made it past Seaside Hill Zone. I didn't make it past the boss fight afterwards. Mm. Okay. I made it exactly five seconds past Seaside Hill Zone and then chose to stop playing. <laughs> <sighs> That's okay, fair. we're gonna... You gonna talk about the presentation, Steven? Uh, I mean, I think we kind of have hinted all over the place that this game is presented beautifully. <laughs> yeah, it looks beautiful, but, like, 
the music is great, except I don't like uh, Modern Chemical Plant. Me neither. I appreciate I, it for being different. I don't like it. I was going to say, like, I think it's important to talk about the music because it's just like, what if we took the state, like the, the original stage music and then remixed it twice? And just let Cash Cash make it. You, Cash Cash does great. Cash Cash often does great. I think the Cash Cash <laughs> fucked it up on the City Escape theme. I think that Cash Cash okay. did not do particularly well on Chemical Plant. Everything else I'm fine with. If there's one thing I appreciate about classic City Escape is that they, like, for some reason, they auto-tune, like, this one part of the, the song to make it sound like Endless Mine from Sonic 3. I do think that was, like, a nice callback. It, it And, like, felt they good. got Ted Pulley back to do modern City Escape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think almost every, I think almost every stage song in this game is a banger. And a part of that is that they picked stages with already like banger yes. songs to begin with. Again, barring Sky uh, Sanctuary. <laughs> I in the mission only mode. one the only one that I hate is actually uh Speed Highway Act One. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I mean I don't really care for most of the Speed Highway stuff because like you re you really can't beat the original form. Yeah, I wasn't super into it, but I did I wasn't as offended as I was I was genuinely offended <laughs> at the idea of taking City Escape's music and not just having it be the, the one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think, because what they did is they, they just sort of, like, did a cover of it for Modern, so I think yeah. it makes sense that they couldn't just do that again for Classic, they had to do something wacky with it. Right, and the cover um, was, like, fine. Yeah, I think I agree with that, is that it's very much like, if you <laughs> like the original, you'll like the cover, and, like, that's about it. Yeah, and, like, the stuff that I like about Chemical Plant is the genesis, like, crunchiness of it, and, like, the intensity that you get from those, like, synthetic instruments. And yeah. they, like, they just kind of, like, took this, uh, like, let's call it really angular, and they, like, sanded it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole, the just making classic music for the cla already classic stages don't really work that well for me. Yeah. For the most part, what they did was they just took the original song, like, the wave file for it, and then just added a bass boost and reverb. Yeah, that's kind of, I, if, if they did anything, if there was any stages they did good for the classic versions, it's, like, the last three modern stages. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, it took me playing this game to realize that, like, Crisis City, like, even in the original game, is a really good song. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, I do want to talk about the Planet Wisp, uh, because uh, in Sonic Colors, there were four versions of the Planet Wisp song. Uh, there were three. And now in Sonic Generations, they added two more, which means... There were three. There, no, there were four, because there was the chiptune version. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that means that there's also, like, five or whatever, because there's the DS version. <laughs> okay. So there are enough versions of this one song. There are enough official versions of this one song for a concept album. <laughs> the concept is bad, but... <laughs> it's not a good concept, but... But, yeah, the, the presentation of this game overall, music, visuals, it's all, like, very reminiscent of Sonic. And nitpicks aside, like, I think they did their best to make it, like, old but new. Yeah. And at the same time, the designs of classic Sonic and Tails, inaccurate as I feel they are, are still nice. Yeah. Like, classic Tails, I wish he was on the screen more. It, it feels like, I think the, the problem is it's, like, a sanitized version of Sonic's history. Yeah. And a part of that is, like, yeah. what if we took the things that weren't bad and made them bad? But also, like, the actual portrayals of the classic characters is overly sanitized as well. I do like, 
the idea of classic characters, like the classic characters being chibi Sonic characters, but in 3D, because that's like a neat little art style. Because at yeah. first I hated Metal Sonic being like that. There's a segment of this game where you can do a like little mini boss fight with Metal Sonic. And I liked how they redesigned Metal Sonic to be the same shape as classic Sonic. <laughs> yeah. And like it makes their fight like cute and silly in a way that I wasn't expecting it to be. And like seeing that classic Metal Sonic and seeing classic Tails made me want like Amy and Knuckles to get that treatment. Yeah. I think if they had more classic characters, it'd be fine. Shout out that to them making a remix for both Japanese and American. Oh, yeah. Bad future start of Speedway. Yes. A great time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think the US one is superior. I'm very glad that Sonic CD got some representation because I just thought it wasn't in this game at all. Initially, I'd never played this game like yeah. on my own before. I mean, a decent amount of games do get representation except for mostly handheld games we I got yeah. we got a song an unlockable song from sonic 4 which i would have been okay with being left out unacceptable yeah. like it's weird because i'm like i'm glad they're acknowledging this game exists but also like don't try and tell me you're glad this game exists <laughs> a lot of the exclusive like the the songs that play in the missions are, are some deep cuts like there's a song from sonic battle yeah uh, I think there's one from the Saturn version of 3D Blast. Oh, man. You got Balloon Park. You have, And then you have, like, Quick Race from Sonic Heroes that also just has Balloon Park in it. <laughs> there's two Balloon Park tracks. Isn't there Isn't there a track from... Um, there's Super Sonic Racing from Sonic R. Isn't there a track from Sonic Advance? Like Cash Cash. In one of the levels? Ah... <sighs> Like the original Sonic. I know there is. I think they. I think you can get one. I think you get like the first stage music from each Sonic Advance unlockable. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I. I wasn't sure. They, what they need is Secret Base. That song is great. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, I I walked away from this game, and I think when I was a kid, I did the same thing that I that I did just now. But I I walked away from this game being like, I would totally play a Sonic Generations two. That was exactly the same thing. Uh, but all of, but no repeat stages. Like the same games, but different stages from those games. I actually want like the mean? opposite of that. I want the Sonic Generations, but it's all of the weird Sonic games. Like you have to play a level from <laughs> Sonic the Fighters and from Sonic like uh, Sonic Eraser has a level. <laughs> I think I think the just the stage. idea of no repeats. So like you gotta dig deep. You I know, do, I want a Sonic Triple Trouble level redesigned in the beautiful 3D that we have for Sonic oh Generation. Can you imagine? It's already enough that we get a background. Isaiah. Yeah. You know what's the weird thing? Yeah. You said you felt the same way you did as you did as you were a kid, but when this game came out, it was like when I met you, so like saying that <laughs> sounds really weird to me. Yeah, because this game came out. It doesn't like, feel like I've known you that long. Yeah. This game came out in like 2000, like uh 11, I mean, right? it came out when we were in high school, basically. Yeah, yeah. 2011, I, I believe. Or when I was in high school. Oh, wait, does that mean that we're at, like, almost at another 10-year anniversary for Sonic? <laughs> well, this uh, is the I 20th anniversary so. game. Yeah, so we're at the 30th anniversary, right? Uh, we're getting there. Now is the time for Sonic Generations 2. That's true. Sonic Generations 2. I really thought... I thought that was Sonic Forces. I really thought for Forces <laughs> they were going to make Sonic Generations 2. You so the, wish. My, actually, my other one regret about Sonic Generations, because uh, it's all stages from Sonic's past, but the narrative is that a time monster is messing up time, right? Yeah. Like, it should have ended with a stage from Sonic's future, 
That would have been some next level galaxy brain shit. That would have been everyone would have lost their shit and then like Yeah, but then they'd realize that they're playing Sonic Lost World and that's completely different from this game. <laughs> but what it's Sega just... should have done what Sega should have done is they should have just like sat on it for like five years and only bring that stage out for Sonic Forces. Yeah. Or like for five fully everybody is like, when is this stage gonna happen? And it happens in Sonic Forces and it's the hypest shit of all time. It would have been even better if they had a full three stages of future. So there's like the next Sonic game, and there's the one after that, and then there's a Sonic game from five years from now. There's a level from Sonic Boom in Sonic Generations. Well, because I think I think it makes sense because there are nine stages in this game, and yeah. I get a round tenth with like a sneak peek into Sonic's future. Yeah, there's know? a there's a Magic the Gathering set that did that. They like released cards <laughs> from future sets. In in the the set called Time Shifted, that's really good, and I feel like it's a total missed opportunity to do because I like as a kid, and then part of this is this is dumb child brain being like, well, if this is like throughout time, then why don't we have any future stages? But now that I'm older, I'm like, that's the best marketing concept of all time. Is like you're literally promoting a game you haven't even come up with yet. I mean. It's not like Sonic games haven't had things that just seem to be commercials in them before. Yeah. I think it would have been great. So, with, with that being said, the set pieces in this game are insane. The gameplay is just, it's quite pleasant. And the music selection, while it's slightly sparse, is still really, really good. It feels like, I mean, it's definitely the same level of polish we got from Sonic Colors, but with a much bigger budget. Yeah, and like a much bigger scope. Yeah, on a uh, and it also like system. It, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. I mean, we're it, <laughs> Charlie and I play this on PC, so it's a way better system than the Wii. It it's also well, like I mean, even just by virtue of being on the HD console, <laughs> right? Yeah, this, this game is also really pandering to your nostalgia, but like well, <laughs> but like it does I it don't well. Think so? Yeah, I was gonna say it's not pandering to Charlie's nostalgia. <laughs> this one punched my nostalgia and told me you don't deserve to have anything you want. <laughs> yeah, no. Charlie this was got like screwed. when when so when this game came out, like me and my friend, who whose favorite game is Unleashed, so he was a bit more used. We bought this game for each other. Like I got it for him on 360. Got it for, he got it for me on PS3, and I just played through him. Like there's just not. I mean, I remember these stages, but like I'm not playing it the way I want to anymore. I'm playing the way Sega deems uh, modern <laughs> gameplay to be, well, and I don't have that strong enough to uh, to classic to like want to play it, and it just looks 3D, so it's not really even getting that part that I would even like about it. Yeah, this game takes like the two parts of Sonic that you're the least into and shoves them in your face and gives you very little from the middle part of Sonic that is your favorite. And you What's... know what? I am going to talk about this because it doesn't matter, but for some reason it pissed me off as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking Chow Space 2 poster. You look at the one in like Sonic Adventure 2, it's like, oh, it's a because they introduced the Dark and Hero Chow, it's like a conflict between them. Nope, we're not going to acknowledge Dark or Hero Chow. It's just like Return of Chaos. Like, what does Chaos have to do with Chow? I mean, we know what Chaos has to do with Chow, but not the Chow in Space. Oh, my God. They're literally retconning <laughs> that, this fictional film. That. <laughs> that's really yeah, good. Yeah, it, it sucks. I It sucks. The uh, reboots suck. The reboots suck. I, I do want to say, uh, regarding the classic gameplay, that I don't think it feels like a Genesis game. No. Like, it, it doesn't no. feel like the, the Genesis Sonic. It feels like something that is similar, but it, it's got the same design philosophy as a modern Sonic stage at Which, its core. 
I which mean, I they like. still want you to go up to get more rewards. I do, like. I do still like it, but it's not like I don't like it for the reasons that I like Genesis Sonic games. But you're right. They do the thing where it's like they put enemies in a row, like you could homing attack, but you can't because you're classic Sonic. But you're able to bounce on them right, yeah. like that. Like that's exactly what they did with Sonic Four. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did it better than in Sonic. 4. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sonic Four sucked, but this one, it's not. I mean, it's it's better, but not by much. It feels clean to me, which Sonic Four did not. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And I don't know any better way to put it than it feels clean. But it's just like it feels like the things here in the classic stages work. Like, the things they want me to do, I do them and they work. And in the yeah. modern stages, yeah. there are a few examples of, like, that sort of Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic 06 jank, where, like, they clearly want me to do something, but the task is just too convoluted because of camera angles. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very rare in the modern stages. There was there was one time, actually, in, I want to say it was Planet Wisp, in the modern stage, where it did the thing where it shifted from 2D to 3D by having Sonic go around a corner. Yeah. Uh, but instead of going around a corner... Uh, he just kept going straight and just walked into the wall. Uh, and I was like, that's not right. So I like had to have him back up and try again, and then he turned. And because I lost two seconds, I didn't get the S rank. <laughs> I was literally like... Feels bad. Almost one second away from an S rank. To make matters worse, this was directly in front of the goal that this happened. Oh my god. <laughs> And I was like, okay, you've chosen now to to complete to to have like a minor glitch that didn't like I didn't die, I didn't lose progress, I just didn't get the S rank because it happened to happen at the exact second it needed not to happen. Yeah, this game definitely still has like some of the <laughs> stuff where it's like not quite right, but would it really be Sonic without that? Yeah. Like it's the game's a little glitchy in very specific places. Which never happened in Colors, and, uh, well, it definitely happened in Unleashed, but that, that was just because of Unleashed's, like, general jank. Yeah. Um, but it, for the most part, it's forgivable. The one thing that we need to acknowledge is that this game does not let you play as anyone besides Sonic, which is a problem for the majority of Sonic's history. It It's especially rough because it's like, hey, do you remember this Sonic character? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, cool, they're not going to do anything. They don't even yeah. function as a story-relevant character. They're just there to stand. And that's like... Right. It sucks, but I guess it kind of makes sense. I I think I told this to Steven at one point. But I think, like... I mean, there are other characters besides Sonic. But I think the reason why I don't like it here, but I like it in um, Sonic Colors on the DS, is because they interact with each other yes. and not just Sonic. Well, and like even if it is just a set of two characters, yeah, or three in the case of um, Chaotix, it's just like I'm seeing a group and not just Sonic, because the at this point they're just like NPCs that if you had never played a Sonic game you wouldn't really care, and they don't share anything because they don't get to talk to each other. Yeah, you don't even get to experience their personalities because half of what like the Sonic characters have is their interactions with each other and not just their interactions with like the environment they're in. Yeah. It, it feels like you could, and and this I think is an increasing problem with Sonic games of this general era, is you could just replace any of these characters with cardboard cutouts and not lose anything. Yeah, and yeah. It, the other thing that like I really hate is that it feels like they're talking to the player and not even Sonic. So it's not even like you get to see them oh. interacting with Sonic in a fun way. Yeah. yeah. You get one little cutscene after you save them where they're like, wow, you've gotten fat, or hi, Sonic, thanks. And that's the extent of their character <laughs> in this game. It's not even as like funny as Tails saying, wait up. 
And that's that's why I was so like that's that's why I so distinctly remembered Shadow being like I don't know where we are, what's happening, but I'm gonna murder you in the face, right? Yeah, is like. His character is quite a bit more complex than that. Yeah, but he's that's definitely... the only thing we that's the only thing he says in this game. I'm gonna be honest, it's probably the best line of dialogue from someone that isn't Sonic. That's yeah. his one line of dialogue. Shadow is super flanderized here, but at least he's a, like like there's nothing wrong with Ned Flanders. <laughs> at least Even... at least he acts in this game. He yeah. tries to beat you up and you beat him up and he gets mad and gives you a Chaos Emerald. Like that's what you want from the history of Sonic, right? <laughs> There's also the cool bit of Shadow and Sonic running and doing the cross, like crossing each other in the air in front of the moon. They sort of like recreate that from the intro of Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. I think that was cool. I think that like it would be way better if there was a bunch of like neat integrate, well integrate, nice neat integrated dialogue into these little cutscenes like you would want from, you know, a, a brief look at Sonic's history because... While dialogue is not the strong suit of any Sonic game, oh no, having colorful furry friends that each have their own little weird, unique thing they bring to the table is, and no one gets to bring their thing to this table. Yeah, it's just, it's especially weird because it feels like a lot of these cutscenes like are on mute, and it's not just because classic Sonic doesn't have a voice actor; they're just like modern Sonic doesn't talk very much. No, he's not that chatty, even though like in previous games he won't shut the fuck up. Sonic is an extremely <laughs> chatty character, and in Sonic Heroes, I wanted to mute the TV because no one would shut up. Yeah. Oh my and God, like, that's this right. is they don't talk back to him after he rescues them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess that's another thing I don't like about him. That that really does emphasize the cardboard cutout thing. Yeah. They're like, "Thank you for rescuing me," and he's like, "Goodbye," and that's their interaction. <laughs> like, it's definitely the weakest part of this game is the lack of emphasis on Sonic characters that are not Sonic. Yeah. But, like, for that, I still think that this game is, like, more good than bad. Yep, I agree. I guess. Uh, I, I come into Sonic, honestly, for, for mechanics first, for, for, like, gameplay first, and then Flavor. the kooky cast of characters second. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, fourth. I think Charlie uh, and I, for Charlie and I, it is definitely second that we want the kooky cast of characters. <laughs> I, think, I think it's, like, gameplay first and music second, and then aesthetics third and kooky characters fourth. I think I think that's me. That's would my you, priority list. Charlie, would you say that for you it's kooky characters first? Yeah. If we're gonna call him kooky. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to call him kooky. We can call him whatever you want. Vector, Tails, Mighty, Charmy, and Knuckles are all kooky for sure. Yeah, for sure. Knuckles, much to my yeah. chagrin, but <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles gets kookier the farther away we get from the adventure games. Yeah, once Knuckles is Sonic's like pet, the that's when he gets real kooky. His angry pet that punches rocks sometimes. <laughs> and believes what evil men always say. Every single time. So thumbs up, thumbs down, Sonic Generations. I wanna give it a thumbs down, but I feel like I'd just be I'd be disingenuous to Sonic Colors if I did that. Well, you can say, like, look, if the kooky characters is a high priority for you, this this game, like, I mean, doesn't do that at I mean, all. It's a hard thumbs down. I'm going to give it a thumbs down because it's, I mean, even though I appreciate it more than when I first played it, mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. It's a game I'll come back to, but, like, yeah, no, it's screw it. I'll give it a thumbs up, but a very begrudging <laughs> thumbs up. Like I don't want to make this another Sonic CD situation. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give this game a very easy thumbs up because. Like, every while I was playing it, I was having fun. The only reason I ever stopped playing it was because I just got really tired of, like, 
like it's not busy work, but just like the stuff in between the gameplay. Yep. I am yeah. kind of like 100% with you. While the yeah. kooky characters are higher on my priority list, like <laughs> the game plays so smoothly, like how can I complain? Yeah. I mean, I got to remember that I still played through this game to do all the missions even if Yeah. I didn't like them. This clearly scratches your Sonic itch. I like yeah. During this call, I like looked up to see if there was Sonic Generations DLC for extra stages because I was like, I just I just really want that like uh like uh I don't know name a name a stage from Sonic Adventure one or two right uh Lost what it, Lost Labyrinth I don't Lost World. remember what the stage is called Lost World thank you very much um and it turns out there is DLC and I own it and it's, it's nothing. Isn't it casino whatever? Whatever. Yeah, it's casino. It's it's just pinball. And like I I played it and I was like this is kind of fun, but like I would never I would never buy this. No, it's it's just cuz I got it bundled. I don't even remember this. them releasing the DLC. Like they just put it in the PC version, but I never remember seeing it for the PS3 version. It's just like it's it's just pinball, but it's I think it's, it's one right, stage pinball. whether you play classic or modern. I don't think there's a difference in the stage. There's not a difference. No. But it's it's a nicer machine than you usually get in Sonic games. That's true. Like yeah. it's it's better than Casinoopolis. Yes, for sure. I do agree with that, yeah. It's like it's worth playing at least once for sure. Actually, can I yeah. make a random nitpick? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. There should be a second O in Casinoopolis because saying Casinopolis or Casinopolis just doesn't work. Casinopolis does sound Casin terrible. <laughs> Casinopolis. And I think Amy in Sonic Heroes canonically pronounces it as Casinoopolis. So there's just an O that makes two O sounds. <laughs> yeah. There's an invisible it's, O. English that, was not meant to work like o this. That O is putting in overtime. <laughs> it's putting in over overtime. <laughs> All overtime. Yeah. Oh, overtime. So, Sonic Generations gets three thumbs up. One of them is, like, trembling from the rage that Knuckles is not playable. <laughs> and honestly, I, I do think your, your uh, like, righteous fury is justified. Like, like, I do understand all of your frustrations with the game. And I think a part of that is, like, you, you come into the game with certain expectations. And, like... It just doesn't try to meet your expectations. It tries to meet it totally. Like, it defines its own expectations to meet. Right. You know? And it seems like they're not... It, it kind of is weird because it seems like they're not attuned to longtime Sonic fans or recent Sonic fans. I mean, it's definitely attuned to, like, <laughs> yeah. very recent Sonic fans. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're really into Unleashed and Colors, you're going to fucking love this game. If you grew up in the aughts, get wrecked. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if you like Sonic Adventure, whoops. Yeah. Whoops, your life doesn't matter except you get these three stages. And like they're not even City Escape is fine. I much would have preferred Metal Harbor. Yeah, Metal yeah. Metal Harbor I think would be an excellent stage for them to do cuz you could have like a whole bit about like trying to climb the rocket as it's like flying up in the air, yeah. you know? And also you get to hear a remix of Metal Harbor's music. Yeah. Which, like, I shit all over the City Escape remix. <laughs> but I'm so glad I got to hear it. I'm telling you, like, a Sonic Generations 2, same games, different stages. Like, make it happen. Yeah. I don't know, man. I would want to see newer ideas. I mean, there's plenty of material there. Some new games, some repeat games, but no repeat I mean, stages ever allowed. At this point, Sonic is nothing but nostalgia. That's true. 
That's why we're doing this podcast. Might as well lean in. <laughs> we are leaning in by doing this podcast. It's just not the right nostalgia. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna do an NSDZ special where I like have outlined all all nine stages for Sonic Generations Two and like all the set pieces that would be in them, uh, <laughs> and the way the songs would be remixed. And then you'll just make 13 songs for the show and then try to get me to spend $400 on them and just give them over anyway. And then we'll get cease and desisted and have to... This is, it would be a good time. All right. I think we have to, like, put a bullet in this episode. <laughs> Let's so do it. we'll leave you with this, this little thought. Next time we're going to be covering Sonic Generations for the DS, which is yet another Dimps game. 3DS. The Dimps saga continues. The Dimpsoning. The 3DS. Get ready. Oh, is it the 3DS? It's on the 3DS, yeah. You 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 said it was the 3DS for colors, and now you said it's the DS for generations. <laughs> hey, check it out. Hey, look, this is a game about traveling through time, so, like, anything's possible. Correcting mistakes live. You'd love to see it. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's on 3DS because it actually looks good, but we'll talk about that when the episode comes out. Woo! So you can send your emails to nospin-zone at gmail.com. G- gmail? Send us, send, them, send us your ideas for a Sonic Generations 2 stage. Tell us what you think about Knuckles' personality in the modern Sonic era. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> and you oh, can also man. find us, you can follow us on Twitter at NoSpinDashZone. And we also have a Twitch that is not in regular use, but someday we'll probably stream again. And that's NoSpinDashZone. Or Twitter, sorry, Twitter. Twitter TV. <laughs> Twitter.tv. Twitch.tv oh, slash no spin dash zone. Woo! This is a doozy. One of my favorite things is following somebody on Twitch who never ever streams, and then when they do, I get a notification for it, and like I get all excited. Yeah, it's like a little party. Yeah. And then I miss it because I'm doing something else at the time. <laughs> where can where can our co-hosts be found on Twitch? I mean Twitter. I I do have a Twitch, but it oh. I <laughs> we're not going in there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Isaiah Games. That's I S I A H Games. Uh, you should also check out my other podcast. There's an actual play podcast uh, about Kingdom Hearts called Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era, which is on Twitter at K H underscore A F E. Uh, you'll probably find me at Draws Charlie, but I haven't done much after I did a bunch of black lives matter retweeting and my drawing has gone stagnant so i would still consider that like something you've you've done like that's yeah you did it you did uh, yeah you did it i was thinking about tweeting the other day and then i did not so i will not (laughs) plug my twitter (laughs) that's me every day (laughs) i was like this would be funny 12 hours later i'm like i have so many drafts that's like Idea for a joke, and it's like like not good, but like not bad enough to delete forever. <laughs> also, Isaiah, you didn't talk about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, I did. I I plugged uh, Cafe. Oh, then delete this. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> delete this. Well, to be fair, I don't think you specifically like talked about Kingdom Hearts. You just talked about your podcast. Yeah. So you got it memorized. Bye. Spin you later. King Kingdom Hearts Generations. Uh, just kidding. Fucking, that's uh. That's already Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, it, it, that's that's just Chain of Memories. That's all. Yeah, well, Chain of Memories happened after the first game, so it's really weird to call that the generations. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye.
we'd like to thank the LAG Radio Network for hosting our show on platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and lots more. If you enjoyed our show, you can find the rest of what the LAG Radio Network has to offer by searching for the LAG Radio Network on any of these platforms.